0: Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, but the old lion has roared back to the front of the field. Here comes Perez, down the inside to take the lead of the Grand Prix, but he locks up, and he's going to give Alonso another opportunity. You do not invite a two-time champion to a further fight. He sees the checkered flag in his victory for
1: Sergio Perez tonight! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to not on this occasion the f1 podcast we are here shit
0: shit sorry sorry (laughs) Sorry. i'm gonna have to cut this out i think oh you're gonna be so mad at me i think i i'm sorry
1: what delaney i think
0: it appears that i have started this podcast out of position oh my god and you are gonna have to (laughs) penalize me (laughs) because i'm not in the right spot for recording
1: five second penalty (laughs) no just for you (laughs) But don't worry, at the end I'll be like JK, JK.
0: Will you, will you? Because it sounds like that's not exactly what's gonna happen. Oh, I don't know. No. I guess we'll, we'll I guess we'll out. see.
1: You just have to wait and see. Well, my out of position co-host is Noel, and I'm Delaney. So welcome back, guys. Make sure to like, follow, share, download. Speaking of downloads, Noel.
0: We got 50,000.
1: We did it, guys! <laughs>
0: Honestly, I thought I I checked it. I'm I'm doing my best to not check it every single day.
1: <laughs> no, every every waking hour is like
0: <sighs> But <I'm so> close. <laughs> one day I checked it, it was like forty nine nine. The next day it was fifty. The next day it was fifty point one. Yeah. So I thought we were I thought it was popping off, but fifty thousand downloads. Thank you very much. That is very that's very much appreciated. Yeah. I don't even know I don't know what else to say.
1: Now we need to make Keep it to a hundred.
0: Yeah. Keep, keep, keep downloading, keep listening, and we'll be here all year.
1: Yep, our goal this year is to hit every single brace, you guys. Also, speaking of sharing it with your friends, shout out to my dad for sharing it to every single stranger that will listen to him.
0: The best, the best person <laughs> of sharing the podcast. He literally Even more any, than myself.
1: Any person <laughs> that will listen, he will be like, he'll be like, my daughter has a podcast. <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> He's literally told so many people, like at a restaurant or bars, or at the grocery store. Shout out to you, Dad. You're the best. Love you.
0: Alright, so today we are talking about the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, round two of the championship. Woo. We've got talk about Red Bull feuding because it is, it's it's starting to look like it might pick up a little bit. We might not be in for a great racing season but the championship if it's between them two
1: that'd be fucking sick might
0: might be shades of mercedes or uh even way back to the old mclaren days uh we've got aston martin and the fia you know you guys know if you've been listening for a long time that me and delaney love the fia and we're always so happy when they decide they (laughs) stick their hands in the f1 we are the fia's
1: (laughs) number one fans we love them so much We are being held at (laughs) (laughs) gunpoint.
0: And then also kind of just general discussion about some of the other teams, McLaren being one of them. Oh, they are doing
1: something. just
0: Great. So far.
1: (laughs) We love you, Zach Brown.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, then, you know, not on this occasion. What do you talk about? F one. So
1: here we um, are. We're talking about
0: it. Hold on. First things first review of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Delaney, what'd you think of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix? I, I think I already know. Her favorite race ever. Yeah. Best race of all time, right? Plus, Am I right? Plus Am I right? plus,
1: plus plus <laughs> plus. This is the episode of sarcasm, if you guys couldn't pick that up. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely give this like a C. <laughs> like it's passing. Like, I was like interested in, in moments. Um, I think all the drama at the end really made it great. I loved it. For the sole fact that my fucking guy fucking won it. And he fucking ran away with it. Not Max Verstappen. <laughs> you all didn't know. I'm a Sergio Perez fan. Sergio Checo Perez just fucking said, thank you. Only lost his first place positioning one time. Throughout the entire race. But then other than that, gone. So yeah. I think it was okay. And i really know. I have I have like things to say about the race, but the race itself is like eh. But other than that, I think it was okay. It was a uh, a decent race. There'll be better ones. <laughs> as much as I don't like the country it's being raced in, the track itself is pretty okay. It's, like, it's yeah, fast. I've warmed it's up like, a little bit to the track. I, I itself, like yeah. I like the track. I like it because it's newer and it's like shiny and it's cute. But like, I think that uh, I think because it's nice and fast, it's like it's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, I would say the race probably peaked. It's not a good thing when the race peaks at lights out. Yeah. Fernando Alonso (laughs) taking the lead was uh, um, definitely the best part of the race. (laughs) Yeah. Which, in half a lap, it was ruined because he was under investigation for not parking in the box correctly. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, it peaked on the start. And, unfortunately, this race doesn't have the the, uh, advantage of being the first race of the season. So... Mm. My rose tinted glasses are a little bit lower for (laughs) for this one. Um I was really hoping that we would kind of get a 2021 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, like a shit show. Yeah. Like I, I think it I don't think we've had like a proper shit show race in a while. Yeah. To like come here and talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it had it had its interesting elements. Obviously, we got a little bit lucky that Max Verstappen was out of position. A little bit. Because he, uh, he fucked up qualifying. Y'all didn't, if y'all didn't know in qualifying, uh, he broke his drive shaft during Q2. So he started 15th.
1: This is, the, this is the race that feels very cold and sterile to me.
0: Like, yeah, I was thinking about that. Like yeah. how you said about the night races being yeah. kind of like empty. I've been thinking that these mm. first two weeks. Definitely excited for Australia in the day. In the
1: daytime, <laughs> even though it'll be 1 a.m. for us. But, but
0: <laughs> it's definitely weird because you can't, see fans anywhere like the yeah i think they may only be on the front straight away and then the rest of it is kind of around it's around an ocean which looks really nice but you can't see it at night so yeah
1: because they can't do it during the day because it'd be too fucking hot
0: oh yeah so the way we are going to start this episode off is a little bit different if you guys have been following f1 you know that the first two races this season have not been fantastic They've been a little boring, yeah. But people are still watching. We're still talking about it. Yep. And a lot of other, I've I've seen a lot of this on Twitter and other podcasts of people from other motorsports kind of saying like, not saying like, why the fuck are you guys watching this? It sucks. But like the question,
1: WTF one?
0: The question is, what is it that people like about F one? Because it can't be the racing, right? <laughs> right. Because it's not that good this season. So far. It's it's, And even when it is good, they pass more in IndyCar and NASCAR. That's just a fact. Yeah. So people are wondering, what is the appeal of F1 right now? Mm-hmm. So I've got a couple. Before we give our definitive answers, I would like to read a couple things that I've Posted, gotten from the internet.
1: Noel has compiled and he will cite his sources.
0: So this first quote is from Chip Ganassi, who is the team owner of Chip Ganassi Racing. Crazy how that goes. Wow, what a, what a creative car. name. <laughs> IndyCar and used to be NASCAR and like sports cars and stuff. So he says, I mean, let's face it. Formula One is about everything but the racing, okay? It's like the
1: racing is almost an afterthought. Mm. And Interesting. I kind of disagree with that quote a little bit, but I understand what he's coming from. But
0: so this this guy, just some random guy, so I don't think I have to say his name. I'm just say, <laughs> and it's not from me, so I'm not plagiarizing his original tweet. It's his tweet, but like he doesn't have a check thing, so not, <laughs> no not check, no source. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so he says the, the something that's rarely mentioned re- mentioned about F one is that the teams are standardized and have a genuine brand appeal. Most F1 fans are fans of the teams and not so much drivers, and they certainly are not as invested in how good or bad the race is relative to NASCAR and IndyCar. Uh, This means that F1 fans are able to consume the sport in a manner that is more akin to team centric stick and ball sports, where the quality of play, which varies in every sport, is not central. Uh, It's not the central factor that determines fan enjoyment. Okay, so there there's a lot to like kind of unpack here. The first thing I will say in regards to NASCAR and IndyCar is that I mean, personally, I think that this is totally true. Like I like for me, for me especially, like I think I think the coverage in NASCAR is terrible, but that's a different thing. But really, like fans really of those sports care a lot about how their driver does. Yeah. and less about the race i mean like i was a victim of this as i still cannot stand watching even though i only like one nascar driver now really (laughs) i cannot stand when he doesn't do good and (laughs) so that that does affect the genuine the general populace views nascar and to an extent indycar races like that and i think with f1 red bull dominated the saudi arabian grand prix yeah. And people are still talking about the race they're talking about how is it the car is it the driver is DRS too powerful there's just more to talk about Yeah I don't know if that's the sport or if that's just the way that they advertise or like market the sport it yeah there's still there's still news to talk about like even if you have a boring race, there's still stuff to talk about and I just don't think I don't think that happens in NASCAR and IndyCar. And I think it's because of their marketing, but that is not.
1: I agree. I think it's also because there's in Formula One, there's so many layers to the sport. It's not like it, like they're literally said in the quotes, like racing is like an afterthought because there's so many, and it's not just about the drama. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of drama. But I think the whole like team centric, everybody rallies behind a team because I feel like Formula One is the one motorsport where you can, if you're really into it and you're really paying attention to it, you can genuinely see that entire team working together to make a good car, to make something happen on race weekend. Like it's it's so much about the team in Formula One than it is about the driver. Like the driver needs to perform well, of course. But I think if the team isn't there, if there's no good strategists or good engineers or mechanics or things like that, like you're gonna have a shit car. Like there needs to be like an overall across the board like goodness about it, which I feel like, which is what Red Bull's like succeeding at right now. They're fucking pit crew and mechanics are fucking killing the game. Their engineers and their fucking strategists are killing the fucking game. They're they have world class drivers. They're the best two drivers on the fucking grid right now. And then you look at a team like Mercedes, who should be dominating, but their car is fucking shit this year. So it's like their team. You, it's hard to rally behind them because it's like, come on guys, like you're you're supposed to do this. So. Yes, we all have like our favorite drivers or whatever, but it's so easy to pick that team because it, it feels more like a team sport than it does an individual sport, kinda of like NASCAR, which I feel like you make you make it like re- rebuttal that because you'd be like, Well, I don't know. But I think in my argument, it's because NASCAR and IndyCar have like the same chassis across the teams. Similarly. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? I, yeah. Like
1: it's like it's it's pretty much the same that it's hard for the teams to like think of something new, like work together, like yeah. create something new. Correct me if I'm wrong, I think, but like... No,
0: I I, I'm, I am going to talk to that. Yeah. Because I do want to work in a NASCAR. I'll start with the Chip Ganassi quote where he says, racing is like the afterthought, like you said. Yeah. It almost kind of is to an extent. Like, the race is such a small part, if you think about it. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's the most important part, but it is not the only thing. Like, you're genuinely missing out a lot on F1 if you just watch the watch race. The race. Mm-hmm. The commentators do a pretty good job of c- catching you up if yep. you are to just watch the race. but I think in regards to NASCAR, so they do NASCAR's teams are like a lot different. It's almost like you have teammates, mm-hmm. but it's almost like an F1 team is like one individual car in NASCAR. Yeah like they have like for instance, Hendrick Motorsports is a NASCAR team. They have four cars. Ah, All okay. of them look different. There's nothing they're they're built in the same place. Yeah. I mean Hendrick Motorsports is like an F1 team like with their operations and stuff. Right. But you just people like people like the drivers, I think. Like it, right. people don't like root for Hendrick Motorsports. They root for their drivers. And interestingly enough, Hendrick Motorsports in total got a $400,000 fine this past weekend. Because one of their parts were, like, illegal. Like, you have to get them straight from the manufacturer. You can't change them at all. And they were slightly tampered with. <gasps> if that happened in Formula One, like, first of all... $3 million well, dollar fine. But yeah, if, if that happened in Formula One, a $400,000 fine, they'd be like, whatever. <laughs> be like but if it was, like, $7 money. million, like, some yeah. catering thing, that everyone would be talking about that forever. And yeah. I just don't think... It just... It just did not see – it a, was a big story, but, like, I just don't think there was as much, like, talk generated around it before. Yeah. And I just think that's because that doesn't affect the drivers at all. It affects right. their points position, but if you know anything about NASCAR, you know that the points don't fucking matter anymore. Yeah. So, I just think there's just, there's just so much – it's just such a different dynamic, I think. It is. And IndyCar is the same way. You know, there's Indy 500. Some teams show up with six different cars, but they're not. In F1, it's it's as simple as the cars look the same. Like, if you're on the same team, your car looks the same. I think that is kind of what builds a team. Because if you're on a football mm-hmm. team, all your jerseys are the same. Like, it's a team. Yeah. So, I just, plus NASCAR and IndyCar are just they don't do a good job with their commentary. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think it's
1: also a cultural thing too. I feel like, I think it's also a cultural thing too. And you kind of think about it, like in America, like if you think about like football, for instance, like, yes, there's people that have like their favorite teams, but there's people who have their favorite players. And I feel like they do care a lot more about the players. So similarly, like you said with NASCAR, like people care way more about the drivers than the teams themselves. But if you kind of think about like the European version of football, which is football over there too, Mm -hmm. um, from an outsider's perspective, because I do not follow European football, like, it seems very much like you root for your team. It's your team or fucking die. Like, that's literally what I feel like it is, especially, like, in England or Australia, like, any of that. It's, like, it's your team. And, like, yes, you may have, like, a few of your favorite football players over there, but it's, like, like Manchester United. Like, if you're a Manchester United fan, like, that's your fucking team. Regardless if they're good or bad, that's your fucking team. And I feel like that's kind of how F1 is to the rest of the world and I feel like there's more of that European like cultural significance with that because it's more of a European sport than NASCAR then I feel like people aren't as driver focused plus fuck for fuck's sake look at fucking silly season last year like you can't <laughs> root for one driver and be like I'm only gonna root for this one driver because they could be fucking gone the next year <laughs> like you can't do that shit like NASCAR I feel like it's a little bit more like solidified and you think
0: about like like how you say with the football uh, of European football yeah soccer
1: soccer yeah there,
0: I mean, think of fucking Ferrari. They don't give a fuck who's driving that fucking car. They <laughs> love Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. They, it's the team. Exactly. So it's definitely like a, um, yeah. I, no, uh, but I, I feel think, like yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like the team aspect to me, like out of all that you read at the beginning, I feel like the team, the team versus driver aspect, really plays into the fact that like when it comes to race time, like people are like meh about it because it's like there's like people watch it and they still care about it, but it's like not the main focus of the sport because of the whole team versus driver aspect of it i think i think it's like how your team is performing and i feel like that's why like the team principals get so like you know what this isn't our week but like we got this like i feel like they're so like they try to like rally up their fans for the whole team than just like oh this one driver's driving bad but like when the one driver is driving bad then people are like okay <laughs> But like the team sucks right now yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know? Like like think about the minimal McLaren fans who are probably pissed off this week because McLaren sucked. <laughs> what's but
0: left of them? What's
1: left of them? <laughs> the the Chads and Brads that are like, yeah, McLaren. It's like, no.
0: <laughs> if I could sum it up in all I if I could sum it up in like one sentence, one phrase, I kind of already said it, but if you only pay attention to F one for the race, you won't get it. It's like the tip of the think. iceberg. You, like, there's so just, much more. There's just so much more. Um, Denny Hamlin, who's a NASCAR driver, has his own podcast. And he said the question. He's like, if you could describe what you enjoy about F1 in one word, what would it be? Mine would be strategy. Yeah. But you can't just watch the race to know that. Right. Like, you, I don't want to say you have to be like, in F one to really get it, you don't really have to. It's pretty easy to yeah. It's pretty easy to figure out like extra details because the commentators do a really good job of kind of explaining everything on F one TV. I still like Sky Sports.
1: Sky Sports, we tolerate <laughs> Ted
0: Kravitz. I am <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I think Martin Brundle. Hey, Sky like, Sports just can't has a wrong. new
1: female. I believe she's Irish. Like come Bernie here.
0: something. Yeah. She's from Aston Martin. I was going to talk yeah, about that, actually. She, yeah. when
1: she was talking, I was like, I hear an accent. I watch Sky her. Sports, so. You know who <laughs> you know who is slacking? What's his name in the fucking pit lane?
0: Oh, Karun Chandhok. Yeah. yeah,
1: they're like, into Karun in the pit lane. <laughs> Silence.
0: <laughs> yeah, I Karun, saw that to a you. a times.
1: <laughs> Karun's like, yes, yeah, so Crofty, we're over <laughs> here. We're
0: <gonna> <laughs> but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just the coverage the coverage of F1 is so much fucking better. Yeah. You don't have anyone in the booth. Ye like,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> hell yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true. Go for that. You know, well, you don't uh, have any of that.
1: What I what I you were getting at like um you were getting at like um oh like your like strategy. Like how you're yeah. talking about like, oh like your favorite thing is strategy. Like that's like your one word that you would yeah. say. Well, I think it's a. this is this is the slippery slope of gatekeeping and F1 because it's so easy to be like Oh, well, like you don't know, you don't know. But like, like you said, it's really not that hard to get into. I've had, I have so many friends that are like, oh my God, like, how can you watch this? Like, it's just a bunch of cars Mm -hmm. going around a circle. And I'm honestly like, if you get into it, then you're in it. Like, it's not that hard to get into it. Like, if you just start like following a few of the teams on Instagram or like read up on a few articles, like it's with any sport, really. I feel like anybody who isn't a football fan, like if you're just sitting there watching football, you're like, what the fuck is going on? But then once you Mm -hmm. figure out the rules, you're like, oh this is kind of cool. I don't, I mean, I, I don't really think football is all that cool, but like, it's, it's just like more of a <laughs> niche sport where it's like, you really kind of got to know the rules. And like, for me, like my one word would, would be modifications just because I think it's so fucking cool that like from race to race, you can have a completely different car. Yeah. That to yeah. me is like, will, cause yeah. like that to me sets apart F1 from other motorsports in my mind, because it's like, they can bring different packages. They can change different things throughout the season. And like they're taught, they talk about it. Like right now they're like, Oh, give us four or five races. We'll have a better car whatever. Like what? Okay. Like (laughs) like to me, it's kind of like weird to think about, but at the same time, it's like you're constantly improving that vehicle, which I think is cool. So, and you're also adapting and changing it to wherever you are in the world. So that, that to me is like my favorite part about F1.
0: And my last, yeah, my, (laughs) And my last note will just be about IndyCar and NASCAR, basically a spec series. If you don't know what that means, everyone runs the same car. You can set them up differently. But IndyCar, their chassis is from 20-fucking-12. They <laughs> oh they've had one update to it in 2018, but it's the same base chassis. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where people cannot, people won't say that's what they're interested in. But I think people are way more into like innovation and like Delaney said, like the modifications and like the, yeah. just the fact that it could be so different. Then they really, then they really will say. Like I think people are more into that than they even. Even know, I'm it might be
1: kind of nerdy, but like you can like, <laughs> you can like, like, new things and like how the fucking engineers do it. Like, I just think that's the coolest part that like there's a group of people somewhere that literally had to sit there and think about all these things. Like,
0: and with a spec series, I think you just in if, even if you try not to think it in the back of your head, I think you're you're under the assumption that oh, it's a spec series, so like anyone could win, yeah. And trust me. I would love if everyone had like a similar competitive wise car in F1. Right. But like when it does happen, when you do get a battle, it's thrilling because they didn't just show up with the car and get it right. They had to build that shit. There's I'd it love if I'd love it. if everyone was on a similar playing field in F one, but I think it's just more magical. I think if everyone bill if everyone goes out on their own and builds the same car, not everyone out comes in and gets the same car. You
1: know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot about like high school robotics. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like,
1: like everybody's expected to make a robot to do something. Doesn't matter how you make it. Like that's how you do it. I should have done robotics in fucking high school. I'm not thinking about this. I should have fucking done that shit cuz that shit was I was like a secret admirer of that. But anyways, I think it's very similar to that. But I think also, so I think, I think I agree with you that like, you know, I, they are getting closer together. And I think with the budget caps and everything they're they are like trying to get to that. But I don't, I agree. I don't think if they like, hold on. I agree that I don't think that they should be as close as IndyCar because then it would just be IndyCar and that would take away from the magic of it. And I think. You know, there has to be kind of like... Everybody wants to see like the David and the Goliath and everybody wants to see like the underdog try to get it and like, you know, you know, top dog, bottom dog, all that shit. Like, yes, we should have some movement every few years. Like it shouldn't be the yeah. same for the like 10 years <clears throat> Mercedes. Um, but <laughs> I think the, the budget cap is helping with that. It's helping keep everybody at least closer together. It's not going to put everybody on equal footing. It's just going to put everybody at least throwing distance from each other. Yeah,
0: and that's the last thing about IndyCar. I said the last thing probably like 50 <laughs> times. But the same people win the championship every year anyway. Yeah. So, like, it's close. Like, you get a fun battle, but it's always Chip Ganassi racing. It's always Penske, and that's it. I think yeah. Chip Ganassi and Penske have won the IndyCar championship. It's been one of those two for the last 10 years. Yeah. So you get fun races, but, like, I don't know. I, I always watch it, and I'm always... Always underwhelmed, yeah, kind of when I watch IndyCar because I know this is gonna sound fucking rich coming from me, but I always think the same people win. Like yeah. and it's F1 and we're talking about Red Bull <laughs> winning every race this season, but right. but it's just like it's all it's just cause it's a spec series, I think it maybe it's my fault for getting my expectations too high, but I think I would be fine if F1 was as close as IndyCar, but only if it's cause they all built to that they built their cars to be that close right i i just i don't know i think people i don't know i could go on for this for an hour
1: but anyway that that's why that's why people like watching that's why people like watching f1 for that reason we just went on this long ass (laughs) tangent about random shit because it's like that's the thing about f1 it's like an onion but you have to like ogres are like onions and f1 is like onions there's so many layers to it but you have
0: to like you don't have to put in a lot of effort but you have to try. And
1: you have to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You have to appreciate the work that those people put into it as well. And so. just
0: understand that F1 is a lot like life. Some days are good. Some days are not.
1: F1 is like a box of chocolate. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get when you put that car out on the track. Sometimes your car blows up. Other times you win the championship. Who knows? <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, this will yeah, probably be the shortest Grand Prix discussion, maybe. I don't know. Honestly, that. I think we have episodes. like five
1: points to talk about, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> so first of all...
0: It's Red Bull. Once again, they dominated. This time it was Sergio Perez, though. Woo, woo, woo. And, I mean, probably... I don't know if it was his best ever performance. No. Because I think, like, Singapore last year was really good. Oh, yeah. But this is definitely his most dominant performance.
1: This man runs the fucking street races. <laughs> but, uh, and, and for Sergio
0: Perez and his championship hopes, you know, we've got Australia next, which is a street circuit. Azerbaijan after that, which is a street circuit. Miami after that, which is a street circuit. And Monaco is right around there, too. So, just saying. Just saying. Just saying.
1: Just saying. He could, you know, pull th- Right now, he is one point behind Max Verstappen.
0: Oh, and that reminds me. Delaney, why is he one point behind Max oh Verstappen? Oh, my God. I, Let have, me
1: fucking tell do you. Do you have a lot
0: to say about this?
1: I you? do. Ma- Max, I just <laughs> told you. Noel had a lot to say about Ferrari last episode. I got a lot to say about Red Bull. Okay, listen here, folks. I am... I am a Red Bull fan. Okay. I do like Red Bull. I appreciate what they're doing. Am I a huge Max Verstappen fan? Eh, it's okay. I like that, you know, 2020, I was a fan of him because I just really wanted him to knock down Lewis Hamilton. He did great. Whatever. Moving on. I'm still a Sergio Perez fan. I've said what I've said about him and why I like him. So listen to other episodes. He reminds me of a fun Mexican dad. Okay. That's why I like him. And he's a really good driver and he's the Mexican minister of defense. Whatever. This fucking race, okay? Sergio Perez is fucking dominating. Max is climbing his way from 15th, doing great as well, okay? Dominating. Also has an amazing car. Nobody's trying to fight with that fucking Red Bull. They're like, fuck, Max is behind me. Get the fuck over. Let him through. So he's working his way up, okay? He's making his way. We get a safety car, okay? You know, our good old friend, Lance Stroll, gives us a safety car. Awesome. Everybody pits, okay? The top six, like all pit together. It's back to back pit. So everybody's pretty even on tire shed, like tire wear. And they're all on hards for the most part. I think only Lewis Hamilton's the only one that got mediums because he bitched started, about it.
0: yeah, started on hard.
1: Um, so, yeah, so, you know, we're going along. Sergio Perez, for majority of the race, after that tire change, has been hitting the fastest lap, okay? Fastest lap, fastest lap, fastest lap. He's been getting it, okay?
0: Dude had a... Great fucking restart.
1: Great fucking restart. Amazing time. He stayed in front. Like I said, only one other time right at the very beginning when Fernando Alonso took the first one, but he took that right back after like a few laps. He was like, that's mine. Anyways, this man, Max Verstappen, had the audacity with like five laps left. Okay. You know, every so often Max would get the fastest lap, whatever. And also red bull is telling max to slow down like red Bull's literally like hey hit these points and then they're telling Sergio like hey hit these plus four and at first Sergio's like yo what what are you talking about and they're like no no plus four and he's like oh okay bet okay I'll hit that so they're giving him certain times because they don't want to like tire wear and all of that this man five laps left is like who has the fastest lap and Christian Honer literally comes on the thing and he kind of laughs and he's like we're not we're not worried about that right now like we're literally one two max like why are you worried about that and max like it matters to me because max knows if Sergio Perez wins and gets fastest lap he is in front of him in the world driver's championship standing for the second fucking race if we were like 10 races in i would understand that he's concerned but for the second fucking race dude like okay whatever but he knows if Max were to I don't also how's Max doing this math while diving? Because like
0: in my brain He's <laughs> not doing anything else.
1: That's fair. He admitted
0: to watching the race on the screen in Bahrain.
1: That's fair. He's yeah. got nothing to
0: do. <laughs> That's fair. You could just think about so it. So he's Although sitting it is there, he's like difficult track, you know. It is
1: it, like they're sweating by the end of it. Anyways, so he's sitting he's sitting there thinking his head, doing the math. Hmm, okay. Well, if I get the fastest lap and I stay in second, I at least stay one point ahead of my teammate. So what does he do? Cheeky little man! At the very end, the very last fucking lap, the little commentators were like, hmm, "Let's see if Max get this." He's fucking hauling ass, like he's like setting like purple sectors for everything. Like he had it in there to just fucking go and get the first place if he wanted to. But obviously, Red's not Red Bull's not gonna let them fight. Whatever. But he goes and he steals the fastest lap from fucking Sergio Perez, so that way he could not be leading in the fucking World Drivers Championship. He would have been the second ever Mexican driver to lead the World Drivers Championship,
0: and the first since like nineteen sixty. Since nineteen sixty,
1: like what? Oh my god! For one fucking race, for like a few weeks, you couldn't have just like (laughs) like taken the fucking hit because you fucked up qualifying and you ended up second. Whatever, okay? That's the only thing I'm pissed about because Sergio Perez is my guy and I'm kind of pissed about that. But no harm, no foul until, you know, they're doing the cool down lap and everybody's like, woohoo, like, good job, good job. Yeah. They're supposed to pull in the par ferme, okay? Par ferme, they put it on the track for whatever fucking reason and not in the pit lane. There could have been some miscommunication, but Sergio Perez pulls his Red Bull right up to that number one spot like he should because he fucking won it. Where's Max? Oh, Max pulls it to the pit lane? okay, I guess Max isn't going to go over there and celebrate and stand on his car and hug his teammate and give Fernando Alonso a high five. Nope. He's like, I'm going to go over here into the pit lane with everybody else. I'm going to boohoo it over here. That part for me was also fucking weird because it was like they were there and then they just ended up going into the pit lane anyways. I don't know. I think it was supposed to be like a whole photo that, op yeah. thing, but then Max fucked the whole thing up because he went into the pit. Anyways, so they walk over. Sergio's like, High fiving his old team from Acid Martin. He's high-fiving his old engineer. He's going over to his team, hugging him. And then the fucking camera catches a pissed off Yost Verstappen. The band.
0: <laughs> this is yeah, this is all this of is, it. This is,
1: this is it. Yost Verstappen. Why
0: everything Max Verstappen did that Delaney has said right now, it's all you could see You could, you see, could see, it. see it all in his dad's face. Like literally
1: all of it. And I am not at all saying that Max is a bad person. I think Deep down, this is a way deeper conversation. And I cannot speak on somebody's family life, but I think deep down, Max is very much traumatized from his dad. That was the thing
0: I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I I'll let you continue, but I was gonna say, like, do you think that conversations between Max and Yoss are similar to like my Ferrari rant? Yes. Like, like Max Verstappen's dad rants about Max Verstappen to his <laughs> face, to like his face. I ranted about. If you're not, if you're not winning. I want you're to see losing. you fail. Like- Second
1: place. You're a loser. Like he literally left him at a gas station when he was in his karting days and his mom had to come pick him up. There's a video. There's one of those media videos back when Daniel Ricardo was on the team where they were talking, they were doing like an eating challenge and Daniel Ricardo pretends to like stab the fork <laughs> into his hand. And Max literally goes, my dad did that to a mechanic once. So casually, so fucking casually. Like this man is Messed up anyway, so you know, Sergio Perez is cheering, he's hugging everybody, he's like so excited. It like he's like going down the line of his whole team, and Yost literally a guy reaches over Yost, and Yost (laughs) does not move, he's a statue, not smiling. Even the commentator is like, Not a smile from Yost, like, mm, not very happy, not smiling, nothing, just stone face as Sergio Perez walks right in front of him, which I think is like the rudest fucking thing anybody could ever do like that to me pissed me off more Sergio, than anything
0: Sergio Perez's dad wouldn't do that he would there's not. literally pick there's literally pictures of him not doing that he literally Max would Verstappen. hug Max, Max Verstappen. Verstappen won that race the other year so and he
1: fucking hugged him he was like that is yes like ugh it like it, it just speaks volumes to how a family, like, operates. And, like, Max did come over, like, while Alonzo was talking and, like, you know, was talking to Sergio, like, you know, give him a little side hug, was chit-chatting with him, whatever. I think Max knew his limits. And I think he knew that if he were to pull up to ferme he probably would look like an asshole <laughs> to not do anything. So he just went to the pit lane, hoping that nobody would figure that out. But like, duh, everybody's <laughs> going to figure that out anyways. But I think, you know, he celebrated normal. He did everything fine. But the, the biggest thing to me was the whole Yoss for Verstappen thing. When that popped up on my screen, I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> that is just too much. So as of right now, max has 20, uh, max has 45 points and Sergio Perez has 44 points. Like Noel said, regarding Australia, Australia is a street circuit. Um, they did make some modifications on the street circuit, which hopefully there'll be a little bit more passing. But I guess whoever gets pole position basically is going to like win Australia because that's
0: potentially not well how it happens. But given given what we have this year with this season, probably. Yeah, I don't think Red Bull are going to let them race until if they're still close ten races in, they'll probably do it. But yeah, I I think it for right now there's going to be a lot of just stay in position.
1: I think they just want to like make sure they don't crash. I think that's the biggest thing. Which is, I like, think,
0: which I think they will this year. Yeah. They, I think if this, if this keeps going, I think gonna it's going to get, if we're, if, if we're talking now, like stealing fastest lap. Oh yeah. It'll get worse. It'll get I worse. You. I
1: think this is going off of the heels of Brazil where
0: the pot cracked.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is, this is where, this is where everything kind of like shifted where everybody was like, wait a minute, Red Bull is not a unified front. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, it, this was this was that was where it kind of a uh, But Sergio Perez
0: up. deserves to be in this fight. 100%. He's not like Martin Brundle said this at some point, I don't even think it, I think it was just in a different video. Sergio Perez is not afraid of Max Verstappen. He doesn't get shaken when he sees those lap times like Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly kind of did, like they yeah. kind of got a little shooken, shaken, I don't know. Shooketh by that Sergio Perez, he's still there three years on he's won all three years that he's raced for Red Bull and I don't know he's kind of in his prime like it's kind of one of those things it's like you know you can get drivers up there to be really good when they're in their early 20s but I mean look at Fernando Alonso Dude's like forty and still. Yeah, and Sergio Perez yeah. is like
1: in his mid to late thirties. So I so mean, he's, he's also the like, wise
0: old fox. Ser- or whatever, Sergio Perez is like
1: his twelfth season or something with Formula One. Like, he, like you can have those young guys that are like fucking prodigies, like fucking you know Leclerc and Max and Lando. Like the, those are the people that everybody talk. Oh, in Russell, like everybody's yeah. like, oh, these young guys are this is the future of the sport. But then you still have people like Fernando <laughs> and Sergio that are just like. Still like, yeah, we're also still here. Like, we may just be a little older, but like I just think like down the line all I'm thinking is like if they do driver orders, which they can't because it's like I think either way, they're gonna win the constructors championship. So I don't think as a team, Red Bull really cares who gets the championship at this point because Max got his double. They're like
0: Yeah, Mercedes we're happy. didn't do a lot of team orders when they were this far ahead because that's what the team is more most important about. Yeah, as long as they don't crash, we'll
1: see. I'm just I'm just hoping if we get a dramatic uh, cool down room as 2016 with a uh, Nico Rosberg and <laughs> Lynn and uh, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton, then uh, then then our season will be complete. Honestly,
0: yeah, I don't have anything else to say <laughs> about that. Really, That's my rant. I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: exhausted now, but yeah, I I just I I have so much more to say. I could probably say about Max and his whole like vibe and his dynamic. <laughs> like, I definitely think. I Max and I have a love-hate relationship. Like I like I love what he's doing and I love that he's like fucking killing it. Like that's great for the sport. Like I think he is probably he's he's definitely going to go down in the history books as one of the best F1 drivers ever because he just of what he's been doing, what he's what he can do. Like the man can fucking start 15th and end mm. up on the podium. No question. Nobody's nobody was questioning that going into the weekend. Nobody was questioning like will Max be on the podium? Who knows. He may he may end up like top 10. No, everybody's like, he's probably gonna be on the podium, but which position we don't know yet. So that to me is like, fucking, I, I, there's very, very few drivers in the entirety of the sport that you could probably say that for. So,
0: yeah, he's like, I mean, he's like a machine. He's like born to be an F1 driver. Like created to be an F1 driver. He literally
1: formulated him in a lab. He probably
0: doesn't know how to do anything else.
1: (laughs) He just knows how to post for pictures with Kelly and then (laughs) go race. Yeah. Which I'm sure, like I said, I cannot speak on anybody's family matters. I'm sure he's a very lovely person. But based on the few interviews, it really just sounds like Yost like basically like did not have a good F1 career. So he was like, My son's gonna be a good F1 driver.
0: And that's Red, Red Bull. Bull. <laughs> so <laughs> that's and that's basically the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. That's about the it. The only thing else uh, I'll talk about Aston Martin. Cause Fernando Alonso, as I mentioned earlier, him taking the lead was definitely like the peak of the race unfortunately he got a penalty basically immediately wah, wah. for parking in the wrong spot on his grid, which by the way,
1: no, he parked in the right spot. It was, he was off. That's yeah, what it was, he was he slightly was parked up in the, the wrong
0: spot. Like, in his grid box.
1: it is grid box. Okay, yeah. Not in the wrong he spot. He parked to the,
0: too far to the left. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you look at a picture of the grid, you can see, like, three other cars that are also parked way to the left like that. Yeah. Didn't get any penalty, but whatever. They yeah. served the five-second time penalty in the, in the safety car.
1: During the safety car in the pit lane.
0: But the rear jack, like,
1: hooked touched on. Touched to the
0: car. Like, he basically, like, got yeah. in
1: position to then push it up. He wasn't yeah. pushed up. The car was not off the ground. He just basically touched. He, like put himself up against the car to then be, and then waited the five seconds. And then when the five seconds were up, they then started working on the car.
0: So the, not even until two laps to go, no one ever talked about it until two laps to go where Mercedes is like Fernando Alonso might get a five second time penalty. And it's because the Jack touched the car. And after the race, He was given, Fernando Alonso was given a 10 second time penalty for not serving the five second time penalty correctly, which sounds familiar because it just happened to Esteban Ocon. Yes. Uh, And before they have, they've since given Fernando Alonso the third place back because he was dropped to fourth with 10 seconds. George Russell was briefly in third. And then Fernando Alonso was- Which even George Russell was
1: like, I don't agree <laughs> with this. Like he was in the pit, the media pen being like, oh, I got th- me? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. But I guess that's kind of a bullshit call. Like he literally said that. I think it's interesting because I remember watching the race and they showed George's radio of them. Well, right after the safety car. If you left after the safety car, George's George was like, What's my, what is my distance between Fernando? Like he needs to serve that t- five second time penalty. And his engineer was like, he already served it during the safety car pit stop. And George was like, are you kidding me? I need to know this. Like, this is things I need to know. Because, like, obviously he was, like, betting on that. So he's, like, just cruising along. Like, I'll just stay five seconds behind because, like, no matter what, he's got to serve that penalty and I'll get ahead of him eventually. So, like, that makes sense for George to be pissed. So then I think Mercedes is like, fuck, 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 fuck. So, like, scrambling. And I think Toto was like, play that play that video back again real quick of, of, his, of him working on that five seconds. Be like, can that jack touch... Ring, 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 ring. Stewart, yeah. Yeah, can know. this jack touch? I sent you an email. <laughs> I don't
0: know who I don't know who discovered it, the penalty. I think it was it's Mercedes. It's interesting if it would be Mercedes. Because they Mercedes were the is first, the first
1: one to talk about first it. First one to
0: talk about it, yeah. I would say, um, if you really want to take away a podium after, that's an interesting call to give him a 10-second time penalty and wait and not do anything about it until the race is over. Yeah. That's really, do you really want that? Which the like, safety
1: car happened, like, before halfway. Yeah,
0: so you, they had, they had 60% time. of the race to, to make that decision, and they didn't until after the race, which seems very odd to me. Yeah. But, so yeah, I, I think it's kind of curious that they would, they would do that. I mean, we did talk about why people like F1, but I don't think it's a very good look to have a not great race for the win and then... Penalize your third place. What do you mean? This is what the, the this is what
1: we love about the FIA. This, we're showing all the new people our favorite <laughs> thing about the FIA. Yeah, I love it. Stewards. FIA.
0: They gave us something to talk about because then yeah. they gave it back. How literally. ridiculous is it that you have a battle for third two hours after the race? Literally, ends?
1: I think there's a video of of literally like of Aston Martin like team like the team guys like well after the race over running over to get that board that just shows Alonzo P3 and they run back over to their camp and they're like, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> and Aston Martin's like, oh, yay, we got it back. <laughs> like,
0: so, so, yeah, I think it's uh curious. I think I don't see how putting a Jack to the car is working on it, but uh, yeah. it's one uh, of those fucking legal weird ass things. I
1: feel like the Jacks are Okay. I think if you had a gun, like a, a wheel yeah. gun up to, up against the nut, I think that would be because I, me personally, I think that'd be considered working on the car.
0: Yeah, lifting up the car, yeah, that's working on it. But just uh,
1: being ready, like if you have the, you could like you could have the wheel gun close to it, like you would sit there and wait and wait and wait and then go. So, like similarly, that should be for the jack.
0: But honestly. All this doesn't matter because I think the first penalty is stupid. Yeah, because you don't really have an advantage being a little bit over to the left. My
1: dad also brought up made a good point. I think those grid spots were drawn for the old cars, anyways. Like the new probably, cars are yeah. wider and bigger, so it's like the drivers are probably like, "Fuck!" Like I'm used to putting it. What? And it's
0: crazy that it's happened twice in the first two. Races. They're definitely gonna. They're yet.
1: definitely gonna fix it or get rid of it. A team's gonna complain enough that we're going to have a Haas situation where there's going to be like the meatball flag, but it's instead going to be like Alpine or somebody's just going to get fucking hit with that same penalty over and over and over again. And Alpine's going to be like, shut the, what the (laughs) fuck guys? Like, so yeah, that was that though. uh, Alonzo was our winner, but Stroll was our loser. He, something happened to his car, his brake. He had something, I don't even know know what happened. Actually, actually. if you look at the very beginning, you could see his car is smoking, like his brakes were smoking. So something was definitely up, but they basically were like, he was just driving along and they were like, stop the car, stop the car, stop, stop, stop the car, stop the car. So they obviously saw something that was like bad.
0: And that's, you know, that brought out the safety car. Probably didn't need to be a safety car, but
1: we love the safety but, you car. you know, though.
0: it saved Fernando Alonso's race, kind of. Yeah, and he it gave us some cheap pit, pit stops, which so, we like. So, um, yeah, uh, the only other losers we have is uh McLaren. Boo! They had just their McLaren are literally last in everything. Thanks. Oscar Piastri is nineteenth in points. Lando Norris is twentieth. Yeah, and they are tenth in the constructors' championship. So
1: they are literal last.
0: shit right now. And we saw we saw the battle for sixteenth. That was what that was the highlight of the oh final few God. laps yeah. between the McLarens and Logan Sargent. Yeah, so
1: because oh and Valtteri Bottas was also <laughs> Valtteri Bottas was like
0: 38 seconds behind these guys I don't know what the fuck he's my <laughs> other happened? loser he, Valtteri Bottas eighth in Bahrain and just
1: fucking nowhere
0: like he was just... I don't know what happened he must have had an issue
1: <laughs> they had to put air in his car too. oh yeah
0: Ma. yeah so
1: I think the McLaren thing going back to that really quick I think the the biggest takeaway from that was that McLaren basically told Norris to not to not fight they were like, yeah, that too. They, they, said, there, they said, don't make it so hard to pass. <laughs> I bet you if I, if I was Norris sitting in my fucking car hearing that, I would have worn 100% been like Valtteri. Fuck you. Fuck you. Or uh, Valtteri James. Oscar Piastri P- P-
0: P- did make Q3, but he got damaged on the first lap. And the fucking, then he was the, back there the whole time.
1: You know what it was? The fucking end plate. The fucking front wing end plate. Me and that front wing end plate are gonna, we're gonna scrap at the end of the season. Yeah. We're gonna go out back and I'm gonna fuck it, fuck it up. I'm gonna fuck up whoever the hell was like, let me put this dinky ass little carbon fiber thing that like the minute you barely tap it with a wheel, cause now we have closer wheel to wheel action. I won't get on my, I won't get on my front wing rant right now. It's so early yeah, days.
0: McLaren suck. Um, I can't, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, not on this occasion, number one fan. I think Lando Norris, if it stays like this for the rest of the year, he is going to be looking for a way out of that seat. I don't think yeah. he has four years. There's no way. I don't think so. Way.
1: Because they keep saying, like, oh, give us, like, four to five races. Like, four to five races, dude.
0: If they can turn it around, that's great. But I've I've yet to see an F1 team go from that bad to.
1: Like, they were, what, fifth, fourth in the constructors? <laughs> yeah. like, And now they're last. <laughs> like, they're worse than Williams, y'all.
0: And they're also worse than Haas, who scored their first point. There's yes. your winner. Kevin Magnussen finished 10th.
1: Good job, k uh, Nico
0: Hulkenberg, I think, finished like 11th or 12th. So they're putting it together, maybe. My, f-
1: my favorite meme from this whole race was like, it was like, do you have your buddy? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, because everybody was like, it was like <laughs> oh, all yeah, the yeah. teams were together, <laughs> like all the way down. Except for Lazo. Lonzo was all by himself. And Joe. Joe was all by himself. But everybody else was partnered up, basically, with their teammate.
0: Yeah. So. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we have tragic news here and not on this occasion. Yeah. One of the original not on this occasion meme characters, Angela.
1: <laughs> Angela. Is no
0: longer with us yep. in F1.
1: In F1. She's, she's, still, still, she's alive, still alive. But she's not she's, with us.
0: And and the saddest part is that we didn't know Bahrain was their last race. But they didn't announce it until before this race. So we yeah. went through Bahrain. Without knowing that was the last time we were ever going to see Angela. Yeah. And maybe a little bit of tea, though. It sounds like it might have been Lewis Hamilton's decision.
1: <gasps> no way. Toto
0: Be- Wolf is insinuating that it was Lewis's decision to change. So Interesting. So even though he, he was... he made
1: it sound like on his Instagram post that she's off to pursue other dreams.
0: She is off, but it sounds like mm, he was the one who had... Fired
1: by the boss. Fired,
0: fired the Whiz Racing Technically, gun.
1: he is her boss. Like, that... He, she was a part of his team. Like it, she wasn't, she was a part of, she was part of Mercedes, but like, it was like total wolf hired her. Like Lewis yeah. Hamilton hired her. Like the drivers have their own like personal team, like their manager, yeah, their yeah. coordinator, whatever. So yeah, Angela, we will miss you. Sorry for making so much fun of you, but we will miss you.
0: I don't think we've talked about her a lot. A lot. I don't know.
1: Lewis Hampton's gonna know. miss his babysitter. Um, who's gonna watch Rocco now? Roscoe, whatever the fuck his name is. At least he saw his bono, so
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 tragic. So that's that's it for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Yeah. It was not great, but we're still here. So yeah. Yep. Uh up next is Australia, which is the proper
1: Australia, Austra- mate. Which
0: is I think should be the first race of the season. But
1: we'll just say it is like, so up next guys, we have the first race ever of the entire 2023 (laughs) F1 season. Those are the
0: pre, those are the test races that we just had. It kind of feels
1: like it, honestly.
0: (laughs) So we're actually going to actually have a real race at a real racetrack in a real country. And
1: (laughs) in the middle of the (laughs) night for us, which is really feels like for us,
0: but daytime there. So it'll look really nice. I remember Albert park looked fantastic last year. So it's going to be fun. I don't know. Australia isn't the best track either? No. But They've made improvements. But maybe but maybe maybe I we I thought last year was pretty decent. So we're in we're in for the best race of the season potentially, which may not be a high bar, but a bar nonetheless.
1: It's it's <laughs> above what, what we've already seen, so it's got to be worth <laughs> something.
0: So that is that is... That's all. That's the Australia... Or, fuck. I'm already jumping <laughs> that. That's Saudi Arabian Grand, Grand Prix episode. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, like, comment. I read something that you're only supposed to say, like, one thing for them to do. Like, one call to action. Oh, really? Because if you say too many, they won't do any.
1: Follow us. So,
0: next time, we'll start by just telling them... I think telling them to comment is a good comment. thing.
1: I feel like following. Like, follow us. So that way... Follow but, us. But and if, know-
0: we, if we... If we
1: that is true, because emphasize on
0: YouTube, interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, maybe they'll follow anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. True, true. Okay, but okay,
0: that'll be for next time. For yeah. now, you can do it all. Do it all. Do nothing because we told you to do it all. Yep. Thank um, you. Thank
1: you for the downloads. Keep doing that. Keep downloading.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep doing that, and uh, maybe Sergio Perez will win Albert Park. Maybe he won't. That's it for this episode. And uh, yeah, no other big news about anything related to us in F one. Nope. Nothing at all.
1: None at all. You will soon discover.
0: <laughs> you will soon discover that there's nothing to say. Nothing at, at all. all. Nothing changed. Nothing changed with us. Same old Nolan Delaney. All right. Yep.
1: <laughs> Las Vegas.
0: All right. Anyway, see you guys. Play the Mario thing. Certified Hood Classic. See you in the next one. <laughs>